0: to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Talking Chop podcast network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a terrific start to your Tuesday. You can find the Daily Hammer as well as the Talking Chop podcast and the Road to the Atlanta podcast at TalkingChop.com along with all the other great content from Talking Chop's wonderful staff. You can also find it at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. Again, my name is Sean Coleman you can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. So the Braves obviously returned home last night to Truist Park on the heels of an historic road trip over the the past 10 days on the road in Miami, in Washington, and in Baltimore. 9-0, the Braves' first Road trip in which they won all nine, in which they went undefeated on a road trip, having played nine or more games since 1992, and also setting a new franchise record on Sunday with their 13th straight road victory. But something had to give in last night's game, as just like the Braves, the Yankees were on their own nine-game winning streak, and just like the Braves had certainly over the past two weeks really improved their playoff chances to, in the American League, certainly become a true pennant contender. And that's the thing that stood out in last night's game. The Yankees lineup simply is one of the best in baseball, one of the most potent lineups in the game, even in a National League setup. It's pick your poison, and unfortunately last night, that came from the bat of John Carlos Stanton, a home run to right field on a pitch that I would say less than 1% of Major League Baseball players are able to drive like he did last night to the opposite field. For the first run of the game, a two-run double off the bat of Giancarlo Stanton in the sixth inning, and then an added two-run single by Gary Sanchez was more than enough to give the Yankees a 5-1 lead. The Braves did have their chances. Their chances. Dansby Swanson did answer Stanton's solo home run to make the game 1-1, and the Braves did, throughout the game, have a few scoring opportunities. Unfortunately, some hard-hit balls. A couple off the bat of Guillermo Heredia, one off the bat of Freddie Freeman, unfortunately just went right to Yankees fielders and the Braves just could not put together the opportunities that they had become so accustomed to doing uh, over the past several weeks as they made their winning streak in place to get where they are in the NL East you've got to score runs to be able to play with a team like the Yankees there's no doubt about it the Braves certainly are capable of doing it it just not it just was not there last night and that's what the that's what it simply comes down to the Braves offense was not able to do what it needed to do to win the game. However, I do think there are certainly a few notable positives that the Braves can smile about and be happy about coming into today's game against the Yankees. For one, in the in the um announcement booth Mike Soroka, we heard from him directly for the first time in quite a while. He had the opportunity in a pretty unique, pretty awesome setup to do some announcing with Chip Carey and Jeff Francois, gave us some updates on his injuries. It certainly seems like both him and the franchise are highly confident that he will be back to rehabbing and trying to get back to where he once was. Yes, are the odds that great for him to do that? Probably not, but it certainly seems like the confidence level that he has is something to believe in more than the odds, and it certainly seems like he's got a very positive mindset that he will at least have the opportunity to get back to where he once was with this rehab hopefully going better than the last. But, of course, on the mound. Was the guy in Wascar Yanoa who has stepped up in Soroka's spot this year and has absolutely established himself as an arm to trust when it comes to the Braves? That's the biggest takeaway for me from last night's game. Yes, Wascar Yanoa you know, gave up the home run to Stanton, but it was it the pitch wasn't bad. You have to hand it to Stanton. He just, he he took a pitcher's pitch and put it into the right field seats. That's why he is who he is. You perhaps left Wascar Ynoa in a bit too long to face the top of the Yankees order a third time through. But, through the first two times through the order and five innings into the game, Waskar Ynoa looked dominant for a good portion of his outing, through the first five innings against one of the best offenses in baseball. What that gives me trust in is the fact that Waskar Yanoa is an arm you can trust in the playoffs going against talented lineups multiple times through. We saw it on display against the Dodgers. In the NLCS last year, we saw it last night against the Yankees. I feel that beyond Max Reed, beyond Charlie Morton, probably you trust Ian Anderson just a tad bit more, but Wascar, know, what gives you a fourth option to trust when it comes through working your way through talented lineups in the playoffs, and that certainly is a great development for this Braves team. And though the Braves did lose, another really encouraging thing is that while the bullpen management may not have been the best, you would have liked for um for Brian Snicker to perhaps to have gone to more of his trusted high-leverage arms. With the game being close, though the Braves were behind, none of the Braves' high-leverage arms, Tyler Matzik, Chris Martin, Richard Rodriguez, or Will Smith, none of those arms were used yesterday. With two off days after tonight's game, you have to feel that the Braves can feel very aggressive if for some reason the starting pitching does not work out. You have to feel that they'll be aggressive in using their high-leverage arms to hopefully get a victory in tonight's game a doubt, many great storylines, many great individual storylines from several players on the Braves roster have emerged in the second half of the season. But it's hard to find two better than Austin Riley and Dansby Swanson supporting what the Braves already knew they had in Ozzie Albies and Freddie Freeman to anchor this lineup. Obviously, Austin Riley's consistency, as now being one of the best third basemen in baseball, has been amazing to see. But Dansby Swanson continues to really show just how special of a player he's turned out to be with adjustments that he's made during the season, especially when it comes to his power and now the consistency he's starting to show in terms of his overall value. Last night, Dansby Swanson hit his 25th home run of the year, certainly going into a class all on his own when it comes to Brave shortstop, having already set the single season record for home runs by a Brave shortstop earlier this season. Since 2017, D'Ansby Swanson has now hit 72 home runs playing obviously playing shortstop. Among active shortstops that have played at least 80% of their games at the shortstop position at the you know in the majors since 2017, D'Ansby Swanson now ranks 11th among active shortstops with 72 Home runs. And the power has certainly been on display. Yes, overall, he struggled to make contact early in the season, but he certainly has shifted that to where he's now making consistent hard contact, and the results certainly stand with how many home runs he's hitting. But also, in terms of overall value, Dansby Swanson is continuing to work his way up into a rare class when it comes to brave shortstop in the history of the franchise, especially in Atlanta. When it comes to baseball references, d- definition of wins above replacement, Dansby Swanson now has produced his third season where he's been at least worth two wins above replacement in a single campaign. Th- that being this being his third time doing that, he joins Rafael Furcal, Jeff Blauser and Drelton Simmons as being the only Braves shortstop to do that three times since they arrived in Atlanta in 1966. And I think also the Braves' consistency of producing productive shortstops is uh, is something that's a bit underappreciated as well. Since they moved to Atlanta in 1966... The Braves have had now 10 different shortstops with at least one season of being worth at least two wins above replacement in a single season. That's the most of any major league team since 1966. So not only is Dansby Swanson starting to work his way up to among the best shortstops in the history of the Braves, he's continuing a trend where the Braves have had really good success at the shortstop position. The thing about it though with Swanson is that they never had it like they have with Swanson in terms of power, which certainly is a great development with how the current game is trending and it's great to see Dansby not only be healthy but also be productive and hopefully he's made the needed adjustments to continue throughout the rest of this season and beyond. In tonight's game, you have to like the Braves' chances. Though it's going to be hard for Charlie Morton to be able to outdo what Waskar Yanoa did through the first 5 innings of last night's game the Braves have to feel confident with Charlie Morton going on the mound how consistent he's been in putting the Braves in a position to win with obviously the Braves best relievers well rested and all should be on you know should be available tonight with the Braves having two rest days after tonight's game. The other thing that certainly stands out, the Braves are facing another left-hander and Andrew Henney, who they have to feel confident against with how well they've done against left-handers in the recent past. Big, big need for the Braves to get tonight's victory. Sure, it's not a must-win, but it certainly would be a nice way to go into two needed off days before the Braves get into another very critical chunk of their schedule against the Dodgers and the Giants. As you're waiting for tonight's game to start, waiting for the first pitch of tonight's game with two off days on the horizon as well, you'll probably have plenty of time to get all the Braves content that you can enjoy, and that's where Talking Chop comes into play. Of course, the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves with me, Sean Coleman. The newest Talking Chop podcast is out with Brad Rowland as well as Scott Coleman, and the latest Road to Atlanta podcast is out as well. Detailing the latest developments from the Braves' prospects on the farm. Of course, you can find all these podcasts as well as all the great written content from Talking Chop at talkingchop.com and at Talking Chop across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. Hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon here on the Daily Hammer. <music>